Hello and namaste sabizanalai. Welcome to Keikura Kastokura. We are your hosts for this episode. I'm Samriddhi. And I'm Rupi. So this podcast was started by the Nimaste team to tell our stories and talk about our relatable experiences and universal experiences that we all share as Nepali youths living abroad. Uh, our episodes will be uploaded bi-weekly, but just for these two episodes, we will have weekly uploads. And also our episodes will be shared on YouTube and as well as um, on our Spotify account, which will be linked in the descriptions. Um, our team consists of Nepali youths from all across Canada. Ruby and I will be doing the first two episodes in a special way. Um, because we live near each other, we'll be recording in person together, but future episodes will be recorded online as we will also have uh, hosts from other team members in our group. So all different Nepal youths have a variety of different backgrounds and much like us, we um, our backgrounds are very different, but we have a lot of similar experiences. And so uh, we thought it would be interesting for the first episode to just talk about each other and our backgrounds. Okay, so I'll start. So like I said before, my name is Rupi and I am 18 years old and I just finished my first year of university. Um, and yeah. Um, I'm Samriddhi again and I'm 17 years old. I'm in my second year of high school of grade 11 and... Yeah, that is where I'm at. I've been living in Canada for what, 11 years now almost? Mm, yeah, um, I came to Canada in 2008, so that's like 14 years. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm born in 2005, that's so strange. Um, yeah, so we both um, live in Edmonton currently, but yeah, our backgrounds are really different, so <laughs> I guess I'll start off first. So I was born um, in Nepal, um, and we moved to Canada in 2008. And um, initially, we were in Vancouver, so we moved to Vancouver first. And I did, like, um, kindergarten. Well, in Nepal, we did, like, like KG and all the <laughs> all the, like, little kid grades. And then we came to um, Canada and Vancouver, and then I did kindergarten and I did grade one. But then we moved back to Nepal, and then I did grade one again, and then we moved back to <laughs> Vancouver. So yeah, it was a lot of moving. And then we came to Edmonton in um, 2012, <clears throat> and so <clears throat> I've been here since. And um, yeah, I've moved a lot of different places. Um, in the past, and I've moved a lot of different schools as well. So, um, yeah, it's interesting. Like, because I um, moved from Nepal when I was little, um, I guess people assume that I don't know. I'm like not connected or with like being Nepali. But I think because I did school in Nepal as well, like it helped me. Like, I learned Nepali in school. So yeah, I still. Actually that's really interesting because I didn't, I didn't know that you went back and forth. <laughs> and we've been friends for like, I don't know, um, many years now. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, on the other hand, I actually never lived in Nepal. Like, I never went to school there because I moved to um, 
Korea when I was just a couple of months old because of my parents. They were studying there. <clears throat> and yeah, I stayed there for seven years, six years, and then I moved to Edmonton. So Edmonton has been the only city I've lived in in Canada, but that's okay. I've been to many places. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, it's like she has not lived in Nepal at all. And I like only like lived, lived in Nepal for just like the first five years of my life, I guess. But it's interesting like to see like, you know, we still share. Okay, I have a question. Like, how how did your language work? Because you moved back and forth, right? Oh, so yeah, yeah, Like, what was, like, that weird, like, beginning period like? Um, okay, so in Nepal, I was, like, in an international... Well, no, it was, it was not an international school, but it was, like, a... I don't know what you call it, um, but it was, like, a... I guess you could call it international school. It was, like, a Nepali india type of school there's like a lot of oh. indian kids as well and there's like a lot of nepali kids and so we like learned english so like english wasn't a problem like we learned english we learned nepali and so when we moved like i was fine like english was fine but <laughs> i guess it's kind of funny this is a funny story so when i moved to nepal um i i mean when i moved to vancouver i did kindergarten right and so in kindergarten they were learning like their abcs and stuff so then in nepal i had already done that in like oh. kids right and so then i come and then they were learning how to write their name right but i had done that so um the teacher it was like the first week and the teacher was like okay so we're gonna be like writing our name so rupee like do you want to just like try it out and i like wrote my name right and she was like oh my god this is so good she like framed it genius she, like, took it and like posted on the bulletin board and i was like oh this is kind of embarrassing, but it's yeah. really funny. Yeah. So like, what about you? What about like, how was language affecting your childhood? For me? Okay. So even if I lived in Korea, okay. The only reason I feel like I speak adequate Nepali right now with my parents is because, because my parents were also in a foreign language. So then, um, I was kind of like the translator in between because I went to Korean school or, kin or kindergarten at least. And mm -hmm. like, I'd be talking with the taxi driver, right? Like we need to go this place, this place. And then like, I mean, my parents would understand that much at least, but like, I don't know, maybe specifics, but that's why, because I had to communicate with both sides, my Nepali like was good. And mm -hmm. my mom took me back like every month or two mm -hmm. for the like time we were in Korea because it's close by. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, mm -hmm. that's like, that's why. Because mm -hmm. I feel like when people come here directly, that's when they start losing it. Yeah. Because yeah. there's more Nepalese here. Mm -hmm. And then because our parents can, most of the time, even the Nepali adults that move here, like after they can speak English already. So it's, you lose it like more easily. Yeah. Um, I think for me, uh, like, I always talked, like, I was also kind of, no, my, my parents, like, um, they were fine, but at home, we always talked in Nepali, yeah. right? And um, in Nepal, too, like, I also um, knew Nepali because, well, we're both Nepali, but, like, back in Nepal, like, um, I used to, like, live with my grandparents as well, and they would talk in Nepali, and I would hear my parents talk in Nepali as well, and so Nepali and Nepali, I knew both of them, 
like I spoke in Nepali, but I understood Newari um, really well. And I think it's just really interesting um, that there's like um, like other Nepali kids that like don't really know Nepali that well or can't communicate properly because I was not like that's not my situation. And I um, I guess as a kid, I just assumed that like everyone would just like know Nepali, right? So whenever we like met up with um, like other families, other Nepali families, um, especially in Vancouver, um, I just assumed we would like talk in Nepali, but like with like other kids, other Nepali kids, I talked in English. And I think that's when like, I was like, oh. Oh, okay. You just brought up like a flood of memories. I just realized, it's like now the first time I'm realizing this. So when I moved here, yeah. right? We, we, um, we had people who spoke um, Nepali, mm -hmm. like in our apartment building. Um, and when I, like, I don't think they had Nepali friends either. So when I went to speak with them or when I went to talk to them or play with them, whatever, um, first graders do, like we, we spoke in Nepali. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Like for one or two years. Like, Wait, that's so interesting. I know. I, I don't know why I forgot about it because now when I go back to them, like yeah. we actually like primarily speak in English. Mm. I haven't spoken to them in a while, but yeah, that like they were um like die by knee, mm. you know. Um that's interesting. Uh, but it was it's funny because they were they're from Bhutan. Yeah. Um and so they have like like those like extra words or like words that you don't really use in like um like kind of our Nepali Nepali family, right? Yeah, yeah. So then I kind of picked up like those oh. little words mm -hmm. and when I talked to my parents they'd be like where did that come from <laughs> but mm. yeah that's I never thought about that like I think the transition from like talking to talking in Nepali to like kids my age because like I went to school in Nepal too so like I talked in Nepali with kids my age because I did like grade one in Nepal right I went back and did grade one and I was like constantly speaking in Nepali with kids my age and then moving back and like speaking in English with Nepali kids, mm -hmm. I feel like that was like really different for me. I was like, well, this is, this is interesting. But yeah, um, I'm, I'm really glad that I didn't lose my Nepali. I feel like now it's getting worse. <laughs> it's like definitely getting worse um, over time because well, my grandparents, like when my grandparents lived with me, like my grandparents were here before. And when they lived with me, I would like, Possibly be talking to them in Nepali and sometimes in Wari as well. So my Nepali was pretty good. But I think now, just like with my parents as well, there's like a lot of English words used as well. So my Nepali has get, has been getting worse. So No, yeah, no, it's true though. Because my parents, they always tell me that whenever my grandparents came over mm -hmm. or I went to Nepal, like it was like that period where I would like rapidly pick up Nepali words and Nepali, Nepali sentences, like especially if when I was littler. Mm -hmm. um, even like, okay, I think I went back a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. And even then, like, I realized how much I picked up, right? Mm -hmm. And then I'd come back and I'd be like, wow, I'm Nepali. <laughs> like, I'm just not like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, um, that's, that's, that's actually interesting. Yeah. But so, like, how was it for you just, like, going back to visit Nepal? Like, just, like, did you feel like there was, like, a disconnect? Oh, well, yeah, definitely. Okay, well, I'm just a shy person in general, too. So even speaking with 
um, like my cousins is like difficult at first, but mm -hmm. then once I get used to it, it's fine. When I was little, I used to actually talk to them in Nepali, but mm -hmm. when I went back um, a couple of years ago, three, four years now, oh, we actually spoke in English predominantly. Mm -hmm. um, it might have been because like, I don't know, they were even, like they were comfortable speaking in yeah. English too. Yeah. Like even, I like I realized that their Nepali is probably slipping too. Like mm -hmm. it's not just us, but I guess like there's a difference. Like, I mean, obviously it's not to the same extent yeah. and the same like type of loss. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to say this, but. Yeah, I think um, for me, it was, it's kind of similar too, because um, I used to be really close with my cousins um, as like when we were young, because, you know, like in Nepal, people like it's like joint families. Everyone yeah, just yeah. lives in the same house. Right. So I used to live with all my cousins, um, well, like my cousins on my dad's side. And then, um, yeah, we were really close and we were also we also spoke in Nepali a lot. And um, I remember it was um, I th we used to go back like almost every summer and there was like a space like a gap of like like around three years and then when I went back it was like really awkward like really hard to communicate with them because like like we were close before but then we hadn't spoken for like a really really long time and yeah there's like social media but it's not the same right so like going back and like trying to communicate with them it was like really hard but then once we like s like started talking more it was fine and it was just like really interesting to see there was like a lot of similarities too in like in terms of like I guess music, well, music tastes or like movies or just like shows like we found a lot of similarities in that that aspect and yeah I, I also learned um a lot of Nepali slang from them oh, really? and it's like it's it's, it's funny uh, like when they were because we would also speak in like kind of English kind of Nepali and so then they would use like Nepali slang terms and I would be like what is that word teach me some well, now I forgot all of it. <laughs> like, I don't remember any of it. <laughs> but yeah, if I go back to Nepal, I'll like remember to write it all down just to get in my head. Get those notes down. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So, in terms of like, have you okay? Have you ever had like a period of time where you were like full on identity crisis? Um, like maybe I'm not Nepali. Like, oh, kind of, oh. um, I don't think I've had like a identity crisis like that as in like oh am i nepali because okay well this wasn't exactly okay this is a memory when i first moved here and i um it's more about like korean and the english part of it but even then um i remember like my parents used to encourage um me sticking with korean like because obviously like if i lose that it's kind of well, it's not a waste. I mean, I guess it is mm -hmm. because um, I spent like six years of my life there mm -hmm. and coming here, like if I forget it all, it'll just be like, that was in the past. And I don't know, like if people ask me, like people ask me now, do you know Korean if you lived in Korea? And I sadly have to say no, mm -hmm. because I forgot all of it. I told my dad, I was like, um, here I'm Canadian. There's no need for Korean. <laughs> <laughs> I was a full-on... Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it was... Rebellion. Rebellious. Um, first grader. It was um, <laughs> interesting. Um, but yeah, that's kind of why 
Mm-hmm. Like, I had more of that. Mm-hmm. I don't think um, I've had a crisis like that because, so, uh, yeah, we came to Edmonton and there was, like, a Nepali school, I guess, that was started by, like, a group of, like, yeah. um, Nepali uncles and aunties. And then, like, it was, like, weekly, um, I think, yeah, it was, like, a weekly thing. So all the kids would, like, meet up and you would do, like, like um, sports sometimes and then there would be, like, Nepali, like, classes, like, you would learn Nepali and i think i guess that helped me a little bit like there was there was a difference in like um i guess like a lot of people can relate to this like in in school when you were a kid you'd be like oh where are you from like nepal like the only thing that would come up is mount everest yeah that's the only thing like literally the only thing i'll be like oh mount um nepal and they'd be like oh where is that i'll be like the place where mount everest is and be like oh okay okay so yeah, like no one really knew where Nepal is, and I would be like, oh, it's like between India and between China. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, go <laughs> to Everest. And they'd be like, oh wow. So not identity crisis in terms of that, but it was just like annoying, I guess, to having to explain like every single time people were like, oh, where are you from? I'm like, oh. But I think like as we get older, I mean, yeah, it disappears. Yeah, yeah people start figuring out where countries are <laughs> yeah 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 that's true um oh, oh okay this is like very i think when it started like like i just remember when that really big earthquake went yeah. off in what 2015 or something mm-hmm. um everyone asked me like if my family was okay mm. and that was when i was like wait people know about oh. nepal like mm. so that was kind of like a turning point almost for me, mm. I think. Yeah, I remember at that time, um, I was, um, I think I was like, uh, I heard the news like in the morning. It was like a school day and I heard it in the morning. And it was like really scary because I, we weren't able to like contact our like grandparents and like family. And so I go to school and I'm like, everyone's like, oh, like, is it, are you okay? Like, is everything okay? And I was just like, I don't even know. I was, like, having, like, a mental breakdown, like, internally. I was, like, freaking out. And everyone was asking about it. And then in class that day, um, my teacher, we were doing, um, I think we were learning how to do, like, newspaper articles or something. This was grade six. We were doing newspaper articles. And the teacher was like, okay, so, um, like, recently we heard about, like, the Nepal earthquake. And she was, like, using that as, like, the background for how to, like, write your article or whatever and i don't know i was just really like i was i guess i was really touchy about it but i got kind of mad like you know it's like no yeah it's understandable like it's like like my family and like my i guess like i don't know my country or whatever right and like it's just like news you know it's just like news and we're just like casually talking about it and i was like uh and i don't know but i guess being being Nepali has never made me feel less, you know, or just like feel more. I guess I just, it's just something like, it's just what I am. Yeah. It's like, it's never been a burden or a yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like never been a burden. Cause, okay. So anyway, you were talking about like making it feel you or making it, um, making you any less, like, Honestly, now, especially now, it just makes me feel like I'm more. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah. So I think it's good in that sense. Um, yeah. Especially with like Nima's thing and mm-hmm. everything too. Like it kind of built up my patriotism <laughs> in a way. <laughs> that's true. That's although, true. although I'm not like, because uh, I don't know if this exactly fits the topic, but I was thinking about it and like, I think the reason I identify with being Nepali so much is like, if I was not Nepali, then I feel like I couldn't really say I'm like Canadian or something because, mm. I mean, even like, you know, like there's yeah, nothing yeah. to fall back yeah, on. Yeah. Like, because people are like, where are you from? And I was like, oh, I'm from Canada. Like, where are you really from? Yeah, right? like, yeah, yeah. It's like that. I get kind it. Of. And, and I think, okay, sometimes people have a problem with like people being like, oh, where are you really from? And it is annoying, but like, I'll just be like, yeah, Nepal, you know, like, there's no like problem with me saying I am from Nepal. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Um, Actually, I've never said I'm from Canada. Like, I, yeah, even yeah. if I'm a Canadian citizen, technically, like, even if I mm. went to, I don't know, France, I'd probably still say I'm from Nepal. I guess uh, whenever people ask me, like, if I, if I were to travel to another country, they'd be like, where are you from? I'd be like, oh, like, like I, um... Like, I live in Canada, but, like, I'm originally from Nepal. Yeah, so I guess it's always connected. It is connected. I feel like it's interesting for you, because, like, you lived in Korea, too. So it's, like... Okay, but, like, yeah, because my taste buds are literally Korean. (laughs) 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 But at the same time, nowadays, everyone's taste bud is Korean, so I can't tell anymore. Like, that's true. (laughs) It's just a part of my life. Yeah. Um, And I think I, like, because I did sort of grow up, in Korean culture, like, yeah. when I first came, yeah. like, I was, I mean, there's always people, like, that are less of a troublemaker, but I was, like, extremely disciplined when it came to classrooms, because in Korea, they're, like, really, like, um, they're really, um, you know, like, you need to be respectful yeah, to yeah. your elders, like, it's that in Nepal, yeah, yeah, yeah. so, so, I don't know, it's, it's a different vibe, but, you know, mm. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And going back to what you said about Nimaste, and I think, yeah, joining Nimaste for me too was also like being proud to be, or like I wanted to be more Nepali in a way, (laughs) you know, like seeing like, um, like our team members and like how they were and how they were so like enthusiastic about Nimaste. I wanted to be more Nepali. Like I wanted to like do so many things and like show everyone like, Nepal and like do a lot of things and yeah. yeah it's the same for me and even like because in Edmonton there's a big well all over Canada there's big like uh, municipal groups mm-hmm. like Nepali groups that will be um like cultural groups mm-hmm. that will host events and yeah. things and I think at a younger age we're always like oh we don't yeah, want to yeah, go yeah, to yeah. them yeah. but now like seeing my parents seeing our parents just like kind of working hard even to just preserve our culture a little bit i think i'm really thankful for mm-hmm. that because like without that i wouldn't have met you yeah, that's true that's <laughs> i wouldn't true. have met um <clears throat> i don't know like i just wouldn't have met a lot of people i don't mm-hmm. even think i would like give a glance at nimaste <laughs> that's true if i didn't go through that yeah like it's a good point that when we were kids because we were like quote-unquote forced or like we were pushed to do like like traditional dancing right like Nepali dancing or like 
um, like Newari dancing. We were part of a Newari organization, or we still are. Um, and we were kind of pushed to do that. And I guess at that time, we were just like, oh my gosh. Like, or I don't know if it's for you, but it was just like every single event, they're like, okay, you gotta dance, you gotta yeah, dance, yeah. you gotta dance. And it was kind of, it was tiring a lot of times. But now that I look back at it, um, I'm really thankful for that opportunity because it like, I guess, made me more grounded and also like with the um organization there was like the newari classes as well and that was fun and like going to like the like events when meeting all the kids and like yeah, the family it just like fosters this like the sense of community yeah, yeah, yeah. and it built our little newari or nepali whatever friend group yeah that we can just kind of fall back on yeah. now and it's no yeah it's pretty it's good like, and making those friends like they're gonna like connect you really well right because you had like all these experiences together and you can understand each other and I feel like because we really connect because like we can make like jokes or like laugh about like different things that happen at those events or just like bond over like different Nepali things and um yeah I think this is one of the main reasons we made the podcast because we wanted to share that right and we wanted to like bring together Nepali youth all over and like just like laugh about like different things, <laughs> like different cultural things or just like um, like things we've experienced. And yeah, things that make us Nepali. Yeah, things that make us unique and us. And us. <laughs> well, um, okay, so I think uh, we can wrap up the first episode right now. Whoa, this is so crazy. <laughs> we just recorded the first episode. To end this episode um, on a fun, more fun note, we will be introducing our um, segment that we will do every episode, our song of the week. Yeah. Bye week? <laughs> yeah, so... Song of every two weeks. Yeah, song of the episode. There you go. So uh, today's song is called Sati by Swapna Suman and I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard of Swapna Suman because he's famous, he's like a Nepali rock star for Nepali youth and yeah, he recently got married so congratulations to him they're very cute, the couple are very cute so Sati, um, the song is just about like friendship and like um, holding on through hard times and just like making memories or like having those memories to look back on and I think yeah it's um, reminiscent about like you know of us yeah of us <laughs> and yeah um, it relates to our episode a little bit just like being friends and like our yeah. stories together so yeah we hope you guys enjoy here is a little bit of the song Tara sum 
Um, please check out our Instagram page and our website. Instagram page is ni.maste, N-E.M-A-M-S-T-E. And our, or, uh, or, sorry, our website is nimaste.org. Um, we also have a YouTube channel where we'll post this video. We'll post this episode with our video and also on Spotify. Yeah, and um, on Instagram, be sure to check out um, clips that we're going to feature of each episode. And yeah, we will also have fun informational posts regarding Nepali culture on our Instagram page. So please check that out. All right. Okay, let's wrap this up. So thank you guys once again. And yeah, hope you guys have a good week. Bye. (laughs) See you next week. (laughs) 